second episode of Discover Your True Self with Hans Kloostermann. I'm your host, Jayanta, and I will be guiding the discussions. And of course, I'm joined by the star of the show, Hans Kloostermann. Well, it's a joint star. You're also a star, darling. Everybody is a star. Thank you. <laughs> I feel glamorous now. Yeah. <laughs> so how have you been? Oh, I think very busy, and uh, but it's now December, you know, uh, the end of the year. So uh, we cool off a bit, and um, I think it was a very exciting year. We have a lot of retreats, we have a lot of helping people and um, inspiring them to a healthy and happy lifestyle. But um, now I take some rest to uh, from half of December till the end of January, just to load up for uh, the next uh, season and all the things we're going to do, like podcasts, webinars, so a lot of new stuff is coming up for uh, next year. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really close to that process, of course. Yeah, of, uh, because you, you know. studied it, not? Or yeah, what did yeah. you study? International communication and media. Okay, so yeah, So I'm lovely. really heavy on the media. Um, yeah, so that's why I like doing podcasts and everything. And so, is this yeah. your first professional podcast or? This one, yeah, actually, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, and, cool. Um, yeah, I've done some, like, how do you call that? Like voiceover yeah. uh, gigs, basically, um, you know, just... I don't know, for a manual, for example, mm -hmm. I was just reading the manual and there was a video accompanying it, okay. stuff like that. So, um, yeah, and you found you found a nice uh, uh, tune for the beginning of this uh, podcast. Yeah, I did. We've got <laughs> a, a jingle. Yeah, a jingle. It's a called jingle. a jingle. Yeah, okay. I'm calling it a jingle. Whatever. <laughs> I like radio. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've, I've took some of your tips. Yeah. And uh I've been working out. I've been taking some more time for myself. Okay, lovely. So I'm learning as I go. So, so, he so healthy egoism. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm doing my best. And I, I think that uh, doing my best so far. So far, good. so good. Yeah, exactly. So what's the subject for this podcast? So this it's really funny because um, I have some people who I... Uh, you know, they, they I played the, our podcast for them. Yeah. And I, because I was really curious if they would yeah. like it. First What's of all. the opinion of uh, the first podcast? Yeah, it's good to test it. Yeah, exactly. And uh, a lot of people like it. They okay. say that we're a good bunch together. Yeah, so that, I that's think so. Nice. It feels yeah. very uh, natural. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. The Hinduist and the Buddhist. Exactly. <laughs> together, we're almost the Buddha. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're all the Buddha. We have all the Buddha inside. See, these kind of things, people really like that. Yeah. They, so they, there's uh, no difference between you and me yeah. on the core, in the core of people. Exactly. So we all have that Buddha nature. We all come from a source of energy. Um, so I think a lot of people concentrate on the differences, but it's much, much um, wiser to concentrate on the similarities. And uh, then it becomes much peaceful, more peaceful. And uh, yeah. I like so, that. But they liked it, and what they didn't, what what did they like? What did they like in the first podcast? Well, they really like the way that we conversate. Okay. Um, they think that uh, the, one of the biggest uh, things was that you know most of the people are my friends, anyways, but they are also very new to this. Oh yeah. Just like me, and, um, and what is new to this? To to, to develop to develop your spirit yeah, instead yeah. of only the body. Yeah, because okay. like my friends, um, they're my age. Yeah, um, and like it, which is twenty. Yeah, twenty something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah twenty five. Yeah, like I think the oldest one is like thirty or something. I don't mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. But all of us, uh, you know, we're at the start of our careers, and mm -hmm. um, we studied a lot. And 
I don't know, you get sucked into this world of efficiency and... And materialism. Yeah, and you have to keep producing stuff. And basically, like, for me, the only thing I used to do, used mm. to, um, is work and sleep. And in the weekends, you know, I hang out with my friends and stuff. But yeah. it's, it's kind of bleak. <laughs> well, it's an unconscious... Uh, it's an unconscious lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you don't really think about, um, you know, does this make me happy? And yeah. Well, and that's what we talked about in the last podcast, that self-research. Exactly. To yeah. do self-research and to increase your self-knowledge. That brings you a lot of new actions yeah. to your own path of life. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And it's not in our culture. Actually, it's in our culture of Buddhism and Hinduism. Yeah. <laughs> but you're very modern. So you're, you're just become a beautiful materialist, which is also okay. You know, everything is okay. But self-research just brings you to um, your own path. And then you can add your own qualities, your own strength. And then you just become more happier if you're more conscious, more aware yeah. of who you are, what you want in life and what your possibilities are. Exactly. And I think that um, this podcast is mm -hmm. for me, at least a good way to really start thinking about um, those kind of things in a very conscious way mm -hmm. and really to always keep my own happiness on the foreground. Yeah, that's number one. Yeah. And then share if you become more happy, you can share it more with other people. Yeah. And what did it? What, what did it had suggestion, suggestions yeah. to improve? So this is the good <laughs> thing. Now we're getting there. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there are a lot of questions actually. Okay. So I decided that for our second episode, um, it would be cool to address some of those questions. Yeah, because when your friends have those questions, the yeah. listeners also have those questions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, um, good point. One of the first questions um, we we mentioned it before in the in the last podcast. Yeah. And um, it's, I think it's, it's a little bit difficult. It's, a, it's really a concept, but uh, it's about interdependency. Oh, yeah. So we, you talked about it a bit. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, basically what the biggest question was, what is it really? Because you mentioned it in like a sentence and you gave a really quick mm -hmm. summary of it. But what does it mean? What does it mean in our everyday life? Well, you can be... Um you can be independent. We all like to be independent. That's also a part of uh, happiness. Um, but we're caught up in a duality, being dependent and being independent. And being independent in your work, etc., is a necessity to feel happy. So if you feel, if you, feel you can only exist uh, in your work because because uh, you need the approval of others, then you will not be happy. So your own tasks, your own things to do, uh, that's an independent role, which makes you happy. But you have to realize that it's in the context of being dependent of others. If you don't have a boss, then, he, then you can't communicate. If you don't have colleagues who support you or help you, you can't communicate, you can't function. If there's not an, uh, somebody who pays your, uh, your salary, so you're dependent of a lot of people which makes you happy or not happy. And if you think I'm totally independent and not connected to others, then you become very lonely. And also it's not the truth. 
because you're only here because your parents, they interacted with each other and your parents interacted, uh, your grandparents also interacted while your parents are there. So everything is interdependent. That means one can't be um, cut off from the other. So everything is energy and if you and all energy is connected. So this is what I mean. And I, I mentioned the example, I can't be successful without your help making a podcast of your colleague who is doing my newsletters, who's doing my Facebook, who's doing my LinkedIn, who's doing my whole promotion. Um, I'm also happy because uh, my friends are supporting me. Um, I'm also happy because I have two lovely cats. I have students. Um, I have brothers. I have uh, a lovely uh, child of three years old. So my happiness is dependent, interdependent of others. I can't be happy alone. Okay, so is that a good example, or yeah, is it, yeah, is it no, still very actually, misty? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, and I like it. So basically, what you're saying is like everyone around you, the mm -hmm. people you surround you uh, yourself with, they are also the people who, you know, you're interdependent on them. And yes, and also be thankful for that. Yeah. So, but I think the 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 the, the sickness, the mental sickness, is that in, in the West and in materialistic countries yeah. uh, that we become very individualistic and we believe we exist on its own. And the attachment to the I, to the ego, yeah. I exist only for myself and I do everything to promote myself. And I'm very uh, independent. I don't, I'm not dependent of others. That's, then you will become, uh, then you become very ego egoistic. And that's why I see a lot of increasement uh, in, in the narcissism. So that you're only um, very uh, busy with yourself and not thankful and uh, not conscious of the interrelation, the interaction with others to be happy. Yeah, so that's actually really interesting because I we've talked before and mm -hmm. um, you've told me you've actually met some uh, narcissistic people. Well, my father was one, my brother is one. Oh, really? Uh, but egoistic is, is something different than narcissism. Okay. Narcissism is that you, uh, when you were young, uh, the emotion uh, regulation between the primary brain and the upper brain didn't went well because of a lot of situations that you were not uh, comf uh, comforted, that you were not complimented, uh, that you were not valued, and then you don't build up a very good self-identification. And um, then uh, you don't have a self, actually. So you seek the self in the external world, like um, when you become older, uh, a big house, big car, a nice wife, but not because you feel it. It's only because you can, um, you're only enriching yourself with external things. Because inside because there's in, nothing. Because inside there's nothing, because this emotion uh, regulation when you were young, didn't went well between because of a lot of situations uh, between the the lower brain and the upper brain. That's really interesting. Wow, yeah. because um, you also talked about um, the ego in last in the last episode. Yeah, and, and uh, there's a positive side to it yeah. and a negative side to so, the ego. So how does that work though? Because I thought I really thought that you know being egoistic mm -hmm. is not good. Like. 
Well, having an ego, you have uh, when you're an in, when you're an ego is that you also exist, that you're yeah. a person. And the positive sides of an individualistic person is that you can practice a lot of virtues like love, compassion, thankfulness, patience, generosity. Uh, these are the positive sides of the of the person who, which you can develop. But there are also negative sides of uh, the ego, like being jealous, like being vain, like uh, too much attached to desires that you can't be happy if you can't have that. Um, and ignorance, for example, not working on yourself, not doing contemplation or reflection, is the biggest poison, uh, we say in Bo Buddhism, in the, in the spirit, in the human mind. So, um, so there are negative uh, sides on uh, the ego, uh, which are non-virtues, and they can be uh, reduced. But you have to have a conscious lifestyle for that. And there has to be some longing also to be a good person. But I think in the instinct is that we all know we are a good person. But because of situations, because of how you were brought up, because of your friends, because of your family lines, because of previous lives, uh, it's, it's, uh, there are a lot of disturbances into your energy field, yeah. in your system, because I call a body and a mind I call a system. Okay, okay. So there is a dualistic life, yeah. like there are positive things and negative things. And in Buddhism, we say it's nice to increase love, compassion, kindness, generosity, and decrease the jealousy, the vanity, um, being arrogant, and all those negative um, sides of, of, uh, of a character. If you reduce them and you increase the positive things, you will become happy and other people around you become more happy. And uh, yeah, why shouldn't we all be happy? When you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds easy, no? It sounds so easy, but I don't think it is. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's what you want in life. Yeah, so if you yeah. want to be a victim of, of life and uh, think in this way that, yes, but uh, I'm not from a rich family, I don't have an education, I don't have this, I don't have that, then you're in a victim role and you're in a negative film. So I believe, and this is also what the Buddha says, is that just your life is a white screen you can just project on it what you want and if you believe in it you will reach that uh, you will reach that film uh, but if you think every time yeah but i'm not worthy of that film and i don't believe in it yeah then you're in a bad movie so life the way we live it is actually an illusion it's it's a film yeah and you can be the projector uh, of your own film you can be the producer of your own film but that's a belief, and um, so that's why I'm also here to uh, to let people, to inspire people to a new lifestyle yeah. and try those new, uh, this new philosophy maybe for them to yeah. see if it works. So this is also what the Buddha says: Don't listen to me. Don't listen to Hans Klostermann. Just be inspired by the sentences of the Dharma of the Buddha, and just try for yourself. Um, maybe some things which are which are touching you in this conversation just try it in daily life and see if it works for you so create your own truth create your own movie I'm only here to inspire not to win any souls or whatever yeah because also I mean it doesn't make sense for you because that's not why you went into this line of work right 
Well, I, 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 I went in this line of work because I was very unhappy and suffering yeah. a lot because of circumstances, because of my father, because I was ignorant, because I didn't know anything. So I was just uh, looking and reading um, how can I be happy, but looking and reading and, and thinking is one thing, but then finding methods to change your thinking, emotional communication or behavioral patterns. Yeah and to really be realistic about what is nice inside of me and what is not nice inside of me and really wants to have the desire to be, become a good person, yeah, that's, um, that, that can, that's why I, I researched a lot, practiced a lot, and realized a lot into my own system so I can feel healthy, free, and um, inspire people of being a, rea a realized person. And realized, I mean, I I, I, re I realized all the shit inside of me from yeah. energy, you know, level. Uh, there's not a lot of negative energy inside of me anymore. I re I, I freed myself of um, of physical pain, of emotional pain, and of mental pain by negative thoughts like I'm not good enough, I can't do this. I just transformed everything to a positive way of thinking and a realistic way of thinking. So I don't. Of course, there's sometimes negativity, but I deal differently with it. And um, of course, there is environment problems and a lot of problems. But from my position, I just contribute to good causes, etc. So I don't close my eyes for negativity. So I'm not being indifferent. And that's that is what you see with a lot of people who go to this path. Oh, so everything is an expression of the source. So I can just be in the moment and do nothing. But like I said in the last podcast, you have a responsibility, take responsibility to do the best in this dualistic life where there's positive and negative, but in the context that you realize that you come from a very, uh, from the same source. And um, so these are all, um, I think that was my task to, to or my goal or my curiosity or my wondering so why are we here in this world of form and um, what is the yeah why are we here what is the um, what's the right sentence why are we here as humans this mm. was and what are the possibilities and I learned uh, from my teacher now to have the best of two worlds. So I, I reached the best in the spiritual world yeah. with the best teachers, and I, I reached the best in the material world. And uh, this is still, possible. That's still the best for you, right? This is the best for me, and everybody has, uh, because the Buddha says the middle way, being in between a good spiritual life and a material life the, is, the, is the most wise. When you have too little money, you don't become happy. When you have too much money, you also don't don't become happy. Some research is showing that if you have eighty thousand dollar or euros uh, per year, then people are the most happy. And uh, if you have too much, then a lot of um, yeah, a lot of negative uh, ingredients or situations are also coming on your path. That people want more from you or. Mm that people harass you because you have a lot of money or that people are not honest to you anymore because they only like you before your money. So a lot of new illusions are coming. So some research is sh showing, and you can Google on it, uh, that if you have 80,000 euro uh, gross a year, uh, then people are the most happy. So there are, there are uh, 
there are some researches available about that. And that's, that's what the Buddha did. So he lived 450 years before Christ. He was the son of a prince. And he also, in, uh, from 28 till 20 to 35, he did a lot of research by living without nothing, um, uh, living with the wisdom of as a prince, um, lived with, gu with um, gurus, Indian gurus, in uh, the forest. And he's, then he found out that, I, that he was not happy when he has nothing. And when he had too much as a prince, he also wasn't happy. So that's why he said being in the middle between everything is the most wise state to feel happiness. That's really um, very inspiring, actually. Yeah, I see I your mouth. I see your mouth falling down, oh, opening. Really? So, yeah. oh my God, is this is this uh, <laughs> true? Yeah. So I think he inspired me a lot, yeah. and I practiced a lot to see if this lifestyle of the middle way, of the middle path, is wise and okay. And for me, it works. Yeah. But there are thousands ways to free yourself. So it's your path and your responsibility to find a structure in life which gives you ground, which gives you a good, um, a good um, yeah, which gives you good ground. I can't yeah. say it another way. Okay, so... Um, so my truth is not your truth. That no, is what exactly. I'm saying. You have to find your own truth. And there are many ways we say in Dutch to Rome. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Yeah, there are a lot of roads that lead to Rome. <laughs> no, but I was thinking... So what's your truth? What's, what truth did you build up what is your belief up till now? What is your structure where you can where you can have um, self-gratitude, self-love and self-esteem? Yeah. Where do you borrow it from? Is it from the Hinduism? Is it from some philosophy which you read or from some friends? Where do you believe in? For me personally, yeah. it's, um, I don't know, because I have never thought about it in this way. Yeah, so, so I don't know is not a good uh, answer. But I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I then you're ignorant and again, then exactly. you're, then you're, you know, then you're a victim of yeah. your own life. To be honest, I really think that I am a product of my um, environment. True. Because everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. But beca also because um, I had like the spiritual side for my parents. Mm -hmm. um, they always were very uh, they weren't strict about it, but they really talked a lot about it with us, mm -hmm. with me and my brother. And um, also, uh, I have studied philosophy mm -hmm. uh, in university, but also um, in high school Yeah. as a real course, actually. So also what I learned from that, mm -hmm. um, I think that that really formed me as well as a person, but also just like my friends, you know, my friends and just people I interact with daily. I think that they really impacted the way that I um, that I operate, mm -hmm. that I do stuff. Mm -hmm. but also the way that I form my opinions. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I had this one internship um, where I really learned to um, how to manage expectations. Mm -hmm. While I always was like, you know, I want to do the most and as quick uh, as I can. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you just, you simply can't mm -hmm. because there's a lot of things and you just can't. Mm -hmm. So, uh, this one uh, supervisor I had, he actually really taught me that, you know, it's okay to say, I cannot do that today, so yeah. it will come later. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's uh, a prime example of how my whole environment actually around me uh, has formed me as a person. Yeah, but I think that's for everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody is formed by their external or internal yeah. 
situations. But that's why I think it's so important to become more an observer of your own life so and ask yourself the question, why am I acting this way? Why am I existing? And if you find answers to those questions, you you become less a product of the environment yeah. and you become more self-aware of yourself so you can choose more to follow your own path yeah. instead of being a victim or a product of circumstances. No, exactly. And I think that I should actually um, be more into like finding my own self. I yeah, well, really for me, that. it's not necessary. I'm just trying to inspire you no, I on know, the path yeah. to a healthy and happy lifestyle. Uh, and um, yeah. No, I like that because I actually <laughs> like for me, this is very useful. It's just that the whole world gets to hear it, uh, hear it. But no, honestly, I think that. Uh, um, but also, yeah. I think it's because you're 25 or 24 and yeah. I'm 55. So, of course, also the age helps of um, of becoming wise and and um, knowing yourself better. Yeah, because you probably not not probably, but you definitely, um, you know, you have experienced more stuff, um, maybe negative negative things as well, mm -hmm. but also a lot of positive things. And I feel like uh, when I'm sitting as you, you know, mm -hmm. for me, I am just starting. I am starting my adult life, uh, yeah. so to say, and I feel like it's good to have someone like you um, talk about these things. True, but again, we're now talking about the differences in age yeah. between you and me. But if I if I do my own teaching, yeah, then I think there's not a, not any difference between you and me because we're humans, and um, and like me, you want to be loved. Like me, you need attention. Like me, you need food. Like me, you need money. Yeah. So. There are much more similarities yeah. than differences, and even if I, if my teacher, my Tibetan teacher, would hear us speak, he would say, "Hans, maybe uh, you act more wise or you think more wise, but last life you were a pig, so this life you had to work very hard to become more conscious, and maybe you, Yayanta." Uh, maybe you already worked on yourself very hard for 100 lives. So on a deeper level, maybe you're much further than me. But maybe I can awake that side in you. Exactly, and yeah. that's why maybe I can learn also in this conversation as much yeah. as you learn from me. So, you know, we look at ourselves from different angles, yeah. from different perspectives, from different um, contexts. And that's very wise to yeah. do that. I also think that what you just said, um, the basis of we're all the same anyways. Yeah. I really like that. I really think that um, it really grounds you to a point where you c it's easier to relate to someone. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I really like that. That's a good... But uh, which structure are you choosing? Are you choosing unconsciously, I believe in differences because this is our Western societies. We focus on yeah. the differences. Or is your new mindset, that's the best word, if your new mindset is, one of your best mindsets is, we're all the same, then you see that everything becomes more in harmony. Yeah. And that you're more easy to connect. Because I have this belief, I just went to this studio 
and uh, I was stopping on my electric bike for you know traffic lights and people were just talking to me for my bike and how I looked and so everywhere I am people are going to talk with me because I don't think there's a difference between me and the other person and it gives such another energy and it's so attractive because everybody wants to be connected yeah and I think that um, you're completely right about that because I want that too yeah I think I want to be that kind of person where people are are like you know whatever she's the mm. same so what other questions or yeah. uh, improvement points your uh, friends had for our podcast yeah so this is actually a really interesting one because we were talking about it they're all and, interesting uh, yeah they're all actually <laughs> really interesting uh, the next question is, so um, if we always have a choice, because yeah. you said that. Yeah, that's true. How does that go together with interdependency? So it's really important that we actually talked about interdependency first. Mm -hmm. And now um, we arrived at this point where basically you know that your own happiness and everything in your life is dependent also on others. Huh. So how does that work if you also say that you have a choice well of it's it's one of the beliefs uh, which you can one of the mindsets and one of the uh, sentences where you become conscious of and also meditate on that that everything is interconnected yeah that everything is interdependent that all independent that all energy is connected with each other that's one thing still in this moment now you always have a choice to do something to speak a certain way, to take a certain action, to now go to the toilet, eat something. You always have a choice in the moment. But you can also become indifferent and say, oh, I'm a product of all those circumstances, so I just uh, go with the flow with this negative film I'm in or this mm. uh, positive film I'm in. But still, you have a choice. You have a choice to change your karma the way you uh, you um because karma means cause and result yeah. so if you did good things there are good results yeah. you did negative things there's negative yeah. results so this is how the film works but in this moment you can free yourself of old karma and build up positive karma you can free yourself in this moment from negative thoughts so although you are interconnected and you become this person as you are you still have a choice to to choose different things and step out of a pattern okay because see that makes sense. free will <laughs> yeah so i so believe in free will mm -hmm. in the moment okay so basically but in the context of that we're all yeah. interconnected yeah okay so basically it's like there is this whole framework but still it's up to you to make yeah. the right decision absolutely and in the now every moment is a now it's your only reality yeah and uh, a lot of people escape from this reality because of a lot of negativity and i can understand that and you see that also with a lot of spiritual people who want to become monk or nun that it's not to add from an altruistic point of view something to yourself and others it is because you're just escaping the uh, because you can't cope with the realistic world because it's too painful yeah so of course you also have that choice but uh, in my opinion it's better to uh, to work then in a monastery on yourself and and then you can cope again uh, with normal life in normal society yeah because when you exclude yourself or when you go into a monastery 
and don't interact with uh, the world, it's temporarily very uh, useful sometimes to to do self research, to do contemplation, but to but the the, the goal should be that you reduce your own suffering, increase your happiness, and again stop then step then in the uh, in the real reality yeah. and not in your created reality, which is safe and which is normally uh, coming from a survival mechanism. Yeah, with very mechanism. Close yeah, very closed off. So you have a lot of choice in things, but I'm here um, um, a person who um, who likes to inspire people to a, a happy lifestyle. Yeah. And then not being connected is not a happy lifestyle because we want to connect with daily life. Yeah, because as you said before, um, if you're not connected, you get very lonely, right? Well, isolation, I was looking for the word, isolation is sometimes useful. So going back to the eye is sometimes useful, but to grow and to learn. But then with your new insights and your new, uh, yeah, well, your new insights, just go again to society if that's possible for you. And um, yeah, and, and uh, interact with society yeah. in, in, in the reality of uh, this dualistic life. So disappearing for a bit is okay, but make sure you come back. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, w I was six years um, uh, in a monastery, and um, but I worked very hard to become free and, and enlightened of everything which was troubling me. But also, I put everybody and all living beings next to me in that practice. So you don't only do it for yourself, because a lot of people think, oh, that's very egoistic to only um, be, uh, become a monk to free yourself. But in the Buddhist practice, you also put everybody from the past and in the future and from the moment now, you put next to you and you also do all the exercises for them. So because there's an interdependency, you not only do it for your own energy field, you do it for the whole energy field and all the living beings who are acting in that. Wow. But as isolation, we say in Buddhism, yeah. for the long term, will bring you unhappiness and being connected with your friends, your animals, your parents, also the people you don't like, uh, your colleagues, and feel the same for everybody, love and kindness and compassion. That's the most wisest, happy lifestyle. But it's a lot of work. For me, it's a lot of, was yeah. a lot of work, and <laughs> still a lot of work, to stay in that permanent condition of love and kindness, compassion and equanimity. Because um, equanimity, staying in balance, that okay. means staying in balance. And uh, also patience are very important qualities as a teacher. That's why it took 15 years. After 15 years, my teacher said, now you can teach yoga, meditation, mindfulness, compassion, and all those qualities. Um, uh, because um, you're ready for it and you have enough balance and enough patience to teach your students and you're enough pure. Because if you have a lot of pu impurities and still a lot of things to work on and you have a lot of students, you can also, in the interdependency, in the interconnecting with energy, you can still uh, make awake also the negative seeds in the body and mind instead of the positive seeds if you're not uh, purified enough as a teacher. So it's a big responsibility to be a teacher. So you've been, wait, so in total you've studied 15 years? 
I did five years Hinduism yeah. and 15 years uh, Buddhism. And that's not only study the book knowledge, no. it's practicing yeah. and realize every year uh, to increase the, the qualities. So for example, I think 20 years ago, I was 80% impatience, impatient. And um, now maybe uh, I'm not totally uh, realized in that, but I think maybe three or 4%. And hopefully next year, it will uh, be it will be totally freed yeah. in every situation because if you go this path of free yourself and free others then what you see is that the universe is giving you a lot of situations <laughs> to see hmm, are you consistent private life business life and they're going to increase the the, the most suffering circumstances to see if you can keep this patience, if you can keep this equanimity, if you can keep this balance, if you can stay kind, if somebody is being violent to you. And um, so this is every time a practice in the whole daily life to increase your uh, nice qualities in your yeah. human body and mind. You it don't have to do it, but it's my choice. No, exactly, because for you, this is your true self. This is my, well, uh, finally, if you go to all those layers, because this whole practice is, um, is the indirect way to free yourself and to come in contact with your true self, which is positive, which is compassionate, which is love. But a lot of layers of suffering and negativity are created around this core. And this core of us, which is in the in the middle of the chest, there's the connection with the source. So we are the source. And that's why there's there's no limitation of what we can become. That's actually really amazing. That's actually really inspiring. Cool. So what do you want to be? <laughs> What's your dream? My dream is to be a good person, a happy and good person. And till what percentage you think, just from your intuition, you think you realize that state on a scale from zero to 100%. Right now? Yeah, just just feel and just just give me a number. Are you 80% already realized in a good person or is it 50%? What's your first intuition? To be honest? Yes, like please really be honest. Brutally honest <laughs> I think right now I'm at like 60, 65. Well, that's already lovely. Yeah. And what is necessary to increase uh, being a good person. What is necessary? What do you want to improve? I think that like uh, when it comes to how I interact with other people, mm -hmm. I think I'm pretty okay already. Yeah. But I think when it comes to myself, mm -hmm. I should be nicer to okay. myself. How nice to yourself? That's nice. And how should, how should you do that? How could you do that to be nice to yourself? Which actions? Because, you know, like now we're meditating. Yeah. First, we, we before this session, we did... Um, meditation on the breathing so we become more quiet mm -hmm. so bringing this vertical breathing from the nose and connect belly heart and head that already is lowering the cortisol and, this, and the stress hormone level and the adrenaline level so that we did before uh, now we are uh, i'm asking you a vipassana question a self-research question oh, okay. and um, so these this is an important method to get to know yourself better but it must be f an insight about yourself, like you say, 65%, yeah. need to be followed by an action and a practice and a method to increase from 50, 65% to 70%. Yeah. And still that's a very subjective way of measuring, but it's a way of measuring. 
Because in my belief, everything is subjective. Yeah. Nothing is objective. Okay. If okay. you just continue this philosophy of what is then objective and what is there really in life. So, um, uh, so to go back to you, um, what is necessary to increase your um, being a good person from 65% to 70? Which small step action could you think of now to increase that? What could you? Hmm, that's and it has to be small yeah. because when you make it big, the spirit doesn't accept or doesn't make it realistic doesn't make it workable so small steps to a big dream or to a realization okay so since my goal is to be a good and nice person and i think that i should be nicer to myself yeah i think when it comes to this mm -hmm. i should be less strict when it comes to stuff that i want mm -hmm. um and it's, it may sound really stupid but like my hair or something you know i'm okay. really really strict about that and i, I feel bad if I don't have and my strict, hair. you mean? Like you um, don't take time for it? No, like the the exact opposite. Like either I have to, it has to be perfect, mm -hmm. or I'll feel bad, and I'm like. Oh, so you're going to practice the middle way? Yeah. Is that the method? Yeah. Lovely. So I'm gonna be like, you know, today is an okay day, no nothing to worry about because it's just hair. Okay. And the same goes for my makeup or whatever. You know, I. I'm a pretty uh, visual person. Mm -hmm. I like to look a certain way. Lovely, yeah, it's and, okay. Um, yeah, and I think that that's an okay thing to do, but I shouldn't be as strict on how I look. Yeah, you but can you be. Yes, yeah. well, you can be attached too much attached to the yeah. eye and to a look, and when there's too much attachment, it always creates suffering. Yeah. So that's why um, the middle way in this is again the. Uh, the most wise way. What is holding you back? Next Vipassana question. What is holding you back to increase your being a good person? What is holding you back to that's increase that? That's a really easy question. Because, oh, cool. yeah, because I think that um, in my mind, I'm just like portraying it. So basically, I think that if I don't look a certain way, yeah. People won't like me, or even worse, people will think bad things about me just okay. based on the way I look. Yeah. And I think that's a very toxic thought to have. Absolutely. So this is one of the suffering sentences which are in your system. Yeah. And uh, one of the methods I use is just we work we call it in Buddhism we call it the method is called tenang and that is working with um antidotes. So if you can if you become aware being mindful and mindfulness Mindfulness means being aware. That's the yeah. first step in Buddhism. So first become aware, become awake, become knowledgeable. So already you're noticing, hey, because of this question, that's easy. I recognize my own negative sentence yeah. in my mind. So if you just turn it to um, it's good enough or what was the sentence you had? Can you repeat it? What's uh. holding you back? Oh, that uh, other people might not like me? Oh, yeah. Other people might not like me. Yeah. Other people always like me. So you just turn it around and then you change your energy. And also in 30 days, you make new connections in your brain has been proven. 
So, but first you have to become aware, then you have to accept that negative thought, then you can let it go and transform it. So in Western and Eastern psychology, we agree upon how the spirit can be transformed in a process. So first recognize it, then accept your pluses and minuses, then you can forgive yourself if you go to an old pattern, then you let go of things, then you can reflect like we just did, learn from new methods, take action, and then you become every time a new version of yourself. And I think um, this is enough for people yeah. to think about <laughs> for this podcast. That's a lot. And yes. I'm looking forward to next podcast. Thank yeah. you very much, Ianta, for, for this nice preparation. And, um, and also your friends for yeah. having those uh, good remarks and yeah. uh, things to improve for our podcast. Yeah, uh, thank you for being here, of course. <laughs> and um, It's my pleasure. Very important, my friends. They all thought you have a really nice voice. <laughs> I think you too. Aww, thank thanks. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So that was it for today. Uh, we, we've reached the end of um, this episode. And tune in for the next one. Please subscribe to the newsletter on hansklostermann.com. That's spelled H-A-N-S-K-L-O-O-S-T-E-R-M-A-N dot com. Or follow him on Instagram and Twitter. Also note, I've seen that he does some giveaways on his website. Yeah, <laughs> he's nodding yes. So uh, yeah, go over there and check out what's new on the website. I'll see you next time. If you have some feedback, just email us and we'll see you next time. And we give away a free retreat next year in 2020. So look at our question which we're asking to do and also join me on Instagram. And these are the two conditions of uh, right, just subscribing on Instagram and also just find an answer on the question, which 10 virtues are trained by the Buddha? And if you do those two things, you can have the chance on a free retreat in 2020. Who doesn't want that? Well, guys, go do your thing and win this retreat. Thank you, Hans. Thank you so much. Bye. See you next time.